Author's Hour. Get the story behind the story. It's all on the Author's Hour. You'll get to hear the authors talking about their books and the journey behind how it all began. Join the opportunity to hear the insights on what inspired them to write it. Now, here is your host, Wayne G. Barber. And good morning, America. And you are turning in to the Author's Hour on WNRI. Good morning, Lisa Jacob. How are you? Good. How are you? Second time on the show or third? Third time. Third time on it. Third time's a charm. Yes. And another great book. Uh, we were talking in the lobby before we came on. Eleven books done. Three more in the top drawer. What an exciting career this young author has going. Uh, also, she's uh, experimenting now, getting into poetry, and uh, worked at one of our new avenues that we have that opened up this week. And uh, we'll be talking about that in the show also. First part of the show, we're going to be uh, discussing a new book that she has out. It was released uh, in 2017, Grimalkin Tempted uh, by L.A. Jacob. The name of the book is Grimalkin Tempted. And I know when I sent it over to Roger, Roger must have really squinted because he's having his eyes done this afternoon. And he's, I don't want to blow that pronouncing it wrong. No, you're pronouncing it right. The definition of the word... It's basically about a young man who, um, again, is similar to Grimalkin, which is the first one in the series, is trying to do good things in order to atone for the bad things that he's done. Um, when I first wrote the book, um, I was basically trying to show whether or not the things that he saw and heard were real or were all in his mind. And when I first did it, I assumed that it was all real. But as I was writing it, it started to come out that maybe it really isn't real, that maybe it is all in his head. And when I switched to that point of view, then everything else started to fall into place. There's a section in the book where the demon Belial, that is the demon he summoned in the first book, he um, says that it's it's in his head, but if he takes any medicine or does anything to to, to put a damper on things, then he'll lose his magic. And that is what a few things that I've gone through myself is um, I have mental health issues and when I first was diagnosed with some of my my issues I did not want to take any medicine because I was afraid that I would lose my writing skills and I was afraid that the things in my head wouldn't work anymore so basically I didn't take medicines for a while, but eventually when I started to take medicines, luckily, and I think it also happens to most writers, I didn't lose my voice. I was able to keep writing, and but write different th- differently. Um, I used to have to work with an outline. Now I can work freely. Um, I still have the muses, as you might, might want to say, yep. still... Ca- still visit me um, and so I'm still able to write what I wrote with 
this book or what I wanted to point out with this book is that if you slash a writer or an artist has mental health issues, that they shouldn't be afraid to go seek help, that they should be encouraged that the help might help them yeah. actually with their voice and with their art. I totally respect your honesty saying something like this with this interview on the air. I really respect you for your honesty on it. Thank you. It shows in your writing. Uh, first book I believe I had you on the show was The Homecoming. Yes, it was Homecoming. And that's when got me hooked as you as an author. I said, boy, I can't wait for number two, number three. And then you uh, dropped off this other book to me, <clears throat> excuse me, at one of our monthly meetings, and that was book number two of that series. And then this morning, I just went, as curiosity, I says, I'm going to get on her website and see how she does with her website. Mm -hmm. We'll see if we can talk about that. You have one of the most riveting author websites that I've seen in a long, long time. Thank you very much. Uh, you gave credit in the lobby here also to your webmaster that does it. And, but he got the message that you conveyed how you wanted to have it laid out. Right. Now, also, you're up to 11, 12 books, and uh, you got into novellas with erotica? Yes. Okay, now that part of the business, I got to be nosy on this. Of course. L.L. Craft, come on, uh, Gina's husband, and he makes a killing on erotica. He does it as a ghostwriter a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And the money he makes on writing erotica, whether with his own name or with uh, a pen name, subsidizes his novel writing. Oh, I see. The sales is down on the stuff he really wants to write, but he says he makes so much money writing erotica. We make of not necessarily a killing yet because my name isn't well known. Okay. But... Um, I'm on some websites like Queer Romance Inc. Um, is a website that um, promotes um, gay and lesbian type of erotica that I write. Um, and basically, I mean, we've done well. I, I, I got a pretty good royalty payment the last time. Yeah. Um, it's uh, about equal to what I'm selling right now. Wow. Um, but the erotica books, there's only four of them, and um, the other four, uh, I mean, the other three will be out, uh, the, which is for a series about the Earth signs okay. in the Zodiac. Zodiac. That will be coming out in June 15th. So you've got a game plan on that, too? Yes. Multitasking. Yeah, we're go yeah doing, uh, yes, I'm doing... And you say you have a problem. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe it. I can tell you that right now. You're one of the most interesting people. Every time we go to the meetings, I try to sit near you because you know, I really pick up a lot of things from you that you've uh, absorbed in this business. Uh-huh. Uh, why writing? First person in your family? Yes, I'm the first person in my family to write. My mom was always a reader. Yep. She read like Sidney Sheldon and a lot of thriller books. Yep. She got me introduced with Stephen King. I used to sneak read them when I was like 12. When you know when those are books not that you're not supposed to read when you're 12. Um, she, I used to sneak uh, some of her books, and she used to encourage me to go to the library. Yep. And pretty much I lived at the library. Um, 
in fact, uh, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to donate books, as many books as I can, to as many libraries as I can, because I feel that I should pay it forward. Yep. Um, because the libraries have helped me, and I want to help them. Fantastic. Um, but basically, I was a reader first. Yep. And once I got through reading, then I started writing, and I used to write on a, an ancient manual typewriter yep. that you had to like bang on the keys in order to get working. Yep. Um, and I wrote my first novel, uh, such as it was, during the summer of 19... No, I don't want to say what. That'll show my age. Um, <laughs> when I was... <laughs> um, when I was about uh, 13 is when I wrote my first novel. 13 years old. Yes. On a, on a manual typewriter, and I definitely improved my typing skills. Um, and um, then I, I, I was hooked. I did fan fiction, um, like from Star Trek. I was a big Star Trek fan. Yep. I did it, fan fiction. I wrote... They, this was fan fiction before. It was cool. Yep. Um, I wrote stories on my own. I wrote my own characters in fact one of my own characters is going to show up in the in the erotica books that I've had since I was like 14 yep. he's going to show up in one of the erotica books so um, I've I've been writing since since about that age and we used to and it amazed the children the, the other kids at the school it amazed them so much that they wanted to they wanted me to dictate and they wanted to write in my notebook so I would dictate to them, and they would write in my notebook. So I have uh, some of my old notebooks. I've gone through them recently, and they've got different handwriting. Wow. Because other kids used to write down what I was saying. Okay, getting back to this. Sure. Uh, you have a daytime job? I have a real job, yes. A real job, <laughs> and yet you've still come out with all these books. A typical day. Do you devote the nights? You turn the TV off and get right into writing every night. Well, I haven't I haven't really sat down and watched TV since I was fifteen. Wow! About yeah, yeah. Like I've never seen the any episodes of Seinfeld or Friends or wow. Sex and the City or any of those kind yeah. of shows. Uh, so I'm totally clueless when it comes to the pop culture. Um, but what I do is I used to. I used to watch a lot of news. I uh, listen to a lot of news. Yep. Now I listen to news for maybe two hours a day, and then um, I I write uh, most of the time from about maybe five or six o'clock until eight or nine or nine o'clock at night, yep. and then um, weekends is exclusively writing. Wow. I'm I'm I mean my house is a mess, so I'm 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 exclusively writing for like eight hours okay. during the weekend. I'm curious on something here. I got the same email here from JJ. He says we're both members of the Association of Island Authors. For the genres that you write in, are you a member of any other associations in the state of Rhode Island? Uh, there's a specul New England Speculative Writers. Association. I'm not a member, but I'm on their Facebook page. Okay, so there's more information out there. Yes. And groups. Okay, there's, I imagine there's groups for erotica writers and everything else, too. Yes, the romance writers of 
um, I believe it's Rhode, Romance Writers of Rhode Island. Yeah, they've I'm got not, 47 members. I'm not a member of that because um, at the time I wasn't aware of them until very recently yep. when we went to, when we had the Cumberland Library. Um, We're talking, you great. mentioned Stephen King, one of your uh, inspirations. I got an email before I left this morning from Simon Schuster. He's got a new book they're releasing today, The Outsider, and that'll be in the mail for me tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I had him on the show once. I'd like to get him on one other time. Mm -hmm. And they want to do it only when it's a new release. Right. You know, they get on a book signing tour and stuff like that. So that's another future guest coming up. You uh, wanted to touch on the mental state and for writing. And don't be uh, intimidated. Keep your uh, head up. Yes, yes. And, uh, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Okay. Because uh, I believe that many artists and many writers see, may secretly suffer from mental health issues. No. And it could be anything from depression to manic to, to whatever. Or abuse. Uh, or abuse or PTSD or anything no. like that. Um, sometimes, like I said, the people are afraid that they'll lose their voice or they'll lose their art yep. if they ask for help or get on medication or do something like that. Yep. Um, it's it doesn't it doesn't happen that way. If you have like an, another thing I have is ADHD. Um, it actually helps me focus. Okay. Because I was afraid if I didn't if I took the ADHD medicine that I would be like. Less me. Less, less yeah. uh, prolific. Yeah. Less, a bit, less able yeah. to do things. Yeah. But it actually helps me focus. Okay. Any advice for young, expiring authors out there? For young authors to definitely just keep writing. I believe that... Um, a daily journal? A diary? A definitely. A di definitely da a daily journal. The first time you write shouldn't be perfect out of the box. Okay. The first time you write anything, you're always going to tinker with it. You're always going to think about it. Like with my poetry, because I'm starting poetry, I'm not really, it's it's like I'm I'm learning a new skill. Yep. So... You're starting a new job. Starting a new job. So I'm starting something new, and I'm tinkering with it constantly because I want it to sound the way it should yeah. in the way it w I want it to be. Um, I think you'll get that down bad. <laughs> I really do. The resume is already out there and such a young lady. And uh, the website is the best way to contact you. Yeah, you can make the sales right on there so you retain more profits. Yep, yeah, and it's spelled Grimalkin, G-R-I-M-A-U-L-K-I-N. And all the information's on there for all her uh, works, schedules, events. You can get on our email list. Uh, there's, a, I'm telling you, this is a very, very good website for an author. And it's, it's not. I mean, the way, to get on the website, to get on the mailing list. I mean, it's not obtrusive. Yeah. It's not like it's the first thing you see. It's an option. It's just an option. Yep. Okay, so we're going to see you in Wasocket plus other uh, venues around New England because I think we got like 40 schedules and it commences, uh, ends basically with the uh, Christmas festival we have at the Roads on the Patuxet mm -hmm. in uh, Cranston. And I'm sure you're going to be signed up for that. I'm going to try and get in there, yes. Yeah, there's, we have about 130 authors. Oh, I got to ask you. 
Sure. The list came out the other day for the Big E for the Rhode Island building. Right. Did you enter into the lottery on that? I did not, only because I'm going to be going to um, Worldcon, which is in California this year. Wow. Um, and um, because... Is it another thing like Comic-Con? It's just like Comic-Con. Wow. It's, a, it's an international... These people do the Hugo Awards, which is the biggest awards for science fiction and fantasy authors. And you got an invited by the publisher to go out there? Yes, I was invited by the Congratulations. Publisher. Thank you. What an experience. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Maybe. Uh, and when are you going to? In December? It's going to be August 15th. August 15th. August 15th through the 20th. We'll get you on later on that, and you can talk about that event out there. Yes. And how that transpired and all that. Yes. That should be another good show. The author is L.A. Jacob. Ramalkin Tempted is the book we have talked about today and other books the very first one I read on it was Homecomings, a managed uh, story. Yes. Okay, and that one got me hooked on the author. I, I would highly recommend a purchase of this. Uh, I would say 18 and above. Yes. Would it be the age for yeah, that? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying for young adult. Like, I, 16, advanced reader, yeah. 18, definitely. Okay, so we got the uh, group on that. And also, you'll get a lot of information on all of her works right on her website. Lisa, you nailed it again. Thank you very Third much. Third time's a charm, and just keep writing away. Thank you. And we'll have you right back on the Author's Hour. Thanks for having me. Okay.